before we start uh, should we thank our 50 viewers yes yeah so uh, spotify rap just came out and we have 50 viewers you guys 50 listeners from five countries vignesh can you believe it five countries i have no idea who's listening to it but whoever is listening thank you is it like <laughs> honestly it feels like someone accidentally typed something and listened to us but you know what that accident counts as one one listener so it's okay happy yeah. 50 viewers vignesh same to you janvi i'll get the intro out of the way first hey guys this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster vignesh and janvi and you're listening to the weekend chatter Wow, that's pretty cool. You call yourself your friendly neighborhood podcast, like, and I just got Janvi. It's, it's okay. Fine. It's okay. It's okay. My personality speaks for itself. It's okay. People listen to podcast for you. It's oh, fine. that is stupid. I get the praise. Yeah, yeah, but you do all the hard work of editing it. So. What's the friendly neighborhood podcast? So yeah let's let's begin today we've got a pretty interesting topic everyone's talking about it and when i say everyone i mean everyone okay vignesh do you want to say what it is about cuz i mean if you didn't get it from my intro yeah spider man of course and it's spider man no way hope it Spider-Man. has spider man it has created such a phenomenon It, it has created a very big phenomenon. Hundred percent agree. But before that, do you do you want to talk about um, how the superhero film started? How we are to this point right now that we are watching one of the biggest movie and it is a superhero movie. What was the first? Do you remember the first superhero movie you watched? The first superhero movie I watched would be the first Tobey Maguire starer movie. Oh, well, well it's two. Mm-hmm. Suits very well to the film that we watch. Also, before um, people, we have got a lot of spoilers. So if you've not watched the movie, or if you don't care about spoilers, listen. Listen, yeah, this is this is a spoiler zone completely. Yeah. Yeah. So you were saying Spider-Man two thousand two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what was your first Spider-Man? What was your first superhero movie? <laughs> superhero. I do not remember. I think it was. Winter Soldier because I got into the whole genre of superhero really late. I think I I mean I if I'm really really you know looking back mm. I must say Spider-Man 2 but I didn't really see the full movie it was in bits and pieces I watched the full movie later on but if you talk full movie was um the Winter Soldier. Yep. Even after the Avengers came. So yeah, I did not understand. Also is Harry Potter considered to be a superhero? No, it's fantasy. Okay. So, I mean it's a thin line. You can it's consider it whatever. Exactly, he's got magic powers. He saves the wizarding world. He is the chosen one. So, eh, is he a superhero? Because if he is, then that's the first film I watched. Let's yeah, let's. Spider Man. Okay, so first of all, yes. uh, do you know Spider Man was the only property that could rival DC at one point of time? Like uh, DC had the most iconic superhero, Superman. and then batman who completely stole the show and marvel went out of business because of that and then spiderman was created yeah i mean i've heard about it yeah and a huge huge uh, i mean i don't know i mean they're dead but uh, steve ditko and stanley the creators yeah. of spiderman amazing thank you so much for the superheroes and i think um, that's how the superhero movies started no once the comics were out yeah. and then they get then they started getting adapted to the films and uh, the first comic book hero movie dates back to 1901 wow. it, and it was in black and white because color tv started in 1950s so pretty cool pretty cool i mean you can have superhero movies that are very very uh, superhero books uh, that are ancient go back to yeah. greek you have indian super you have actually a lot of indian superheroes too there's yeah, a yeah. new indian superhero movie coming brahmastra yeah yeah 
yeah yeah yeah excited let's see have you seen the trailer they put the motion poster teaser whatever it is in front yeah, of spiderman no way home exactly um so what do you think with that 30 second teaser i think i'm really excited first of all as a person who loves mythology uh, something connected to mythology is you know it gets my ears and eyes so yeah it's it's something i'm waiting for they waited 6 years to you know uh, get it right i hope they do get it right because uh, the whole concept seems really interesting and for the indian indian audience uh, mythology is the perfect entry way for superhero movie so yeah, yeah I- so one more thing one more thing yes from this indian superhero thing today a superhero movie an indian superhero movie is releasing it's called uh, minal murali it is a malayalam movie Malayalam Industries first superhero movie. It's releasing on Netflix and it's been getting really good reviews from all wow. other I mean even I think the pandemic has also helped so many people watch movies from different yeah. language in India especially. So yeah, that is actually so, so yeah uh, coming back to the discussion of uh, superhero movies mm-hmm. the first one you watched was Spider-Man it fits very well to our podcast. Again yes. you know uh, this movie is breaking all the records. Honestly it is it's not surprising it's Marvel it's a big scale uh, big scale production and it's Spider-Man you have so many things to look forward to in the movie and obviously it's there's a huge nostalgia weight i mean we can't not address that a huge chunk of business this movie is making is also because of the nostalgia attached to it 100% I agree this is absolutely uh, true um, yeah. and all of this is just i think marketing strategy somehow sony is good at it at the same time it's very bad at it yeah i feel like yeah. it is intentionally bad at it yeah <laughs> you know you know i think andrew garfield marketed no way home more than sony itself yeah 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 he's not yeah. werewolf He is not in the movie you guys he's not in the movie the person we see in the movie it's not him it's a photoshop okay yes. don't you know yes. photoshop has come so far now and photoshop acts better than andrew garfield 100% oh my god why was andrew garfield even nominated for an oscar come on yeah so um he was not nominated for an oscar for this film it was back in 2000 i think he was was he nominated for social network he was i guess supporting actor or something yes, 100% yeah he was also nominated for hacksaw ridge which yes. was a movie about a soldier um anyways coming back evolution of superhero movies vignesh do you think superhero movies have evolved they have do you know why superheroes as a genre was formed or how it was formed you know in during world war people wanted to see a hero from their country that's how captain america was born in the movie captain america the first avenger they poke fun at the propaganda they spread through a hero you know in that yes. era when the first superhero was created he was supposed to be the american dream so superman is that and captain america is also that basically makes, was- yeah the american dream and the two superheroes the american they're very american you know it makes sense that america made these two heroes exactly and of course uh, for the question you asked first have they evolved they have evolved they have gone from their campy phase to the emotional and mature phase and now they are in the satire and nostalgia phase i don't know where we go from here okay <laughs> so you have the batman coming soon yeah 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 and it, that's not nostalgia is it that's just i think that's that movie is going to be dark no the thing about batman is it is very iconic mm-hmm. one character people recognize even if they don't know superhero movies you don't have to be a dc fan or a marvel fan or even a person who reads comics or watches movies a lot to know who batman is yeah i think the same goes for spiderman to everybody knows who spiderman yeah exactly. and yeah uh, so i'm really excited i'm looking forward to the batman it's going to be very different do you remember our experience with the joker i hope yeah, it's not I- <laughs> No no exactly I was going to say that this movie the Batman movie looks like it's following the footsteps of Joker. Yeah <sighs> it, if it's going to be very dark and you can't see anything I'm going to be really disappointed. But I'm looking really? forward to seeing yeah. Pattinson play Batman. Yeah of course yeah. I mean everyone is getting their redemption in it, their superhero yeah. genre kind of a thing. It's Twilight yeah. superhero if we consider Harry Potter superhero I guess we have to consider Twilight too. Yeah, I mean, how is Edward Cullen a superhero? Because he's a vampire. I mean, he has but, he lived for thousands of years. He but, has super strength. But is he a superhero? Who did he save? Bella. 
um he did not say bella he made her into a vampire i don't know i have no idea <laughs> i mean morbius is a superhero movie he is a super villain yeah uh exactly and you know i think because of superhero movies you have uh, a different genre of super villain movies yes you have the biggest super super villain movie of all time the joker everyone is familiar with the joker of course then there is venom 100% venom, venom my friends venom. Love venom yeah i like venom but it wasn't great it it was a very good bad movie it was a very good bad. i feel like if this movie was released in the earlier years yeah it been you know a really good movie i think it's also because of uh, the quality of content we like to see in today's yeah. yes it's increased so much you yeah. know and, yeah and i feel uh, coming back to our the main question of this episode have they evolved that is evolution in superhero movies we have right now because superhero movies right now are not one particular genre they are more than one like your uh, the shang chi movie was more than just a superhero movie it was a martial arts movie it was a family drama it was a mythology a chinese it yeah, was pretty yeah. cool i like the whole idea of it and yeah. i sangshi sangshi was a good movie i always like it uh, very well used of martial arts also um, they're looking for jackie chan to be in the next sangshi movie and i think that would be pretty sick come on yes yes we i think we discussed this Uh, yes, <laughs> like yes. why did Marvel not take Jackie Chan, the yeah. most famous Chinese star of all time? But then they took Tony Leung, and you know what? I'm really happy because that man is a genius, and I'm so happy to be introduced to him and his films. Exactly. Do yeah. I? I ask the question to myself. Do I think they've evolved? Yes, obviously they've also evolved. Um, I think that's the meaning of evolution, no? Like something yeah. that's being evolved. Um, and You know, I feel like sometimes some superhero movies do not deliver. Of course, of course they don't. A lot of movies don't deliver. Yeah, I think that is one uh, thing that the ho- that Hollywood has got right. It's got superhero movies right because there are so many different countries making superhero films that do not work. India, for example, yeah. so far they have been good superhero movies or vigilante movies mostly because of the budget. and if they are good they don't work at the box office if they work at the box office they are probably and not that great it's difficult to take a superhero movie in india like indian superhero movie seriously because in india even the you watch a normal action film the lead actor can you know throw a car you don't yeah. need so we don't need superheroes we just need lead actors and stunt doubles that's all yeah. and rohit shetty obviously that that's the thing right that is they have they are MCU. We have our Rohit Shetty's Cop Universe moment mm-hmm. in Surya Kamti, where they have they three are standing back to back with AK-47, shooting at people. Wow! Well, that's honestly, you know, we should show a scientist this movie. I'm not saying superhero movies make sense. Uh, yeah. Scientifically, but you know, I think Rohit Shetty movies defeat Make superhero movies. Sense. Yeah, makes <laughs> sense. There are always flying cars. So many flying cars. Whenever I watch a superhero movie, like whenever I watch a Rohit Shetty movie, is all they are always shooting at someone, but it never gets you know hit. Yeah. Like where does the bullet go? It's the stormtrooper school of <laughs> aiming. <laughs> I have no. It doesn't hit the person, but where does it go? Does it just keep going and going and going? Where does the bullet go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, they dissolve in thin air, like Spiderman's web. Yup, and but you know, his movies work in India because people like to watch his films. People like that part. I I would argue not now so much, but yeah, his movies still get money. You know what? Actually, now that he has invented a subgenre of masala action movies, his movies have uh, degraded. If you have watched Rohit Shetty's earlier movies, they are actually good. Yep, I hundred percent agree. His movies have degraded. He just focuses on the action part of the film yeah. that do not make any sense. Like Indians will watch a film even if it doesn't make any sense, but we also have a limit. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back to the question. Yeah, back to the question. The evolution of superhero movies. You know, when we talk about superhero movies, at least right now, 
we have to discuss what all of these a list huge directors are talking about yeah yes 100% and if you guys are not familiar with uh, what we are talking about it's uh, this started i think a year ago with martin scorsese yes a journalist asked him what he thinks of um, mcu films and his reply was he was not yeah, very fond of it. he replied yeah. that marvel movies are more of amusement parks which is true that is what no way home was it was a wonderful amusement park yes right? you know it got a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, good memes came out of it which is hilarious but yeah. you know which i do agree you know at that time everyone was offended like what do you mean it's an amusement park it's amazing yeah it is a movie like that no, is the thing see, that, this part yeah. i agree that it you know uh, marvel movies are amusement parks and amusement parks are fun i love going to amusement parks we go to amusement parks to enjoy our expectations are to enjoy you know yeah. and we get that right he also said that mcu films are not cinema and you don't learn something from it and i think that is what got the most backlash yeah i i completely disagree with you don't learn something from superhero movies whereas most of the complaints before these comments was that superhero movies end up being too preachy yep. like they have a lot of heart and they tell you what to do what not to do and you know how mm-hmm. is that not learning something exactly i think that's what a superhero movie is it's at the end of the day he's a superhero he's supposed to teach the young kids who are watching the film to do good i remember when stanley created spiderman he i he told this in an interview that spiderman has a mask and his full body is covered because anyone can be spiderman behind that mask it doesn't matter which race you're from what gender you are anyone can be spiderman and i think the whole motive behind uh, this itself is so much more bigger than anything because there are so many people who look up to spiderman and he's one of the you know most famous superhero ever i'm not just talking about mcu or the dc one of the most famous superheroes ever yes. and people look up to him so much you know he is an actual icon the character itself yes but i i mean look what martin scorsese says he says i think i understand where he comes from yeah but we disagree i disagree yeah we disagree to some level martin scorsese is the one of the best directors um people respect him so much but yeah. you know i enjoy yeah. superhero movies i'm going to go watch them as long as they ed- come to the theaters and right now superhero movies are the ones that that are saving theaters and uh, as you said martin scorsese is revered in hollywood and he is supposed to be one of the greatest movie directors of all time and very well so deserving 100% yeah. and 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 the thing is i don't like all of his movies like a lot of people love a lot of his movies mm-hmm. and i don't like some of his movies i still think he's a great movie director that is what he's missing he's missing yeah. the part about subjectivity yes i agree <sighs> exactly he has his own audience the superhero genre has its own audience exactly Just, and <sighs> you know what martin scorsese it's okay he said it's an amusement park i agree we agree amusement park it is we have fun yeah. but um it also became a whole meme so that's funny but then you know what there have been other directors who have been plain rude without explaining why they hate the mcu so much you also have ridley scott bashing yeah. on marvel movies you have oh you know what we are you know who we are missing out on dennis villeneuve i think i mentioned him not just right now. now just now you did yeah i said denny villeneuve oh that's how you pronounce his name i think so i heard it in some interview if you are pronouncing it, it wrong i mean there's an s yeah i know there's an s i mean but it's like know, louis philip the s ah, is not in mhm okay well you know i watched dune did you like dune i'll be honest okay mm-hmm. i liked dune i didn't like it as much as everyone okay okay the yeah. part that i liked about dune was how he managed to make this film because this film is not like a simple movie that you go to the studio and direct no yes the yes. movie is much more bigger than that and for him to manage to make a movie like that i think it is 
wonderful okay it is absolutely wonderful did i like it's it not possible it's that huge yeah. exactly as whenever i know as i was watching the film i i was just like how can someone do that is i didn't know movie making like this was possible exactly. and he managed to do that so you know credit where it's due he directed a really he directed very i mean he was he's an amazing director obviously yeah. but i love blade runner 2049 no one likes it Okay. No one likes it. Yeah, I stand by it. I love Blade twenty forty, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I liked Enemy too because it was so profound. It is. It is. When I watched Enemy, I was like, "Where is this going?" You know. Yes. Yes. It took me some time to come. Yeah. And even when the movie ends, you are like, "What just happened?" Exactly. Like, hey, what the heck? Yeah. What, you know, that's that's Denny. Denny. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was also not very happy about Marvel movies making more money. Yeah, just people going crazy for Marvel films. Yeah, I was recently on Twitter and there was this ep- uh, they there was this clip of Spider Man No Way Home and the audience is going batshit crazy. Okay, they are screaming, they are yeah. clapping. How it is for like a really good Marvel film? Yeah, yeah. people are commenting about how this is, you know, how this is not the way to watch a movie. There is no way to watch a movie. Exactly, you know the whole comment section was filled with people bashing on uh, MCU films and how this is the worst way to watch the movies. It's one of the worst movies ever made. How can people stand to watch a movie? This, you know, Martin Scorsese was right. This is not cinema. This is this is the worst thing. And I'm like, you know what? People are enjoying. Like, did you, you enjoy and no way home? I did. I was yeah. getting to it. The thing is. uh when i went i went about 3 days late i didn't get to go to the opening show i went with a friend of mine and the theater was filled but there was the audience wasn't as active as i and my friend were yep no understandable we, we were yeah. sad when it came out like we were happy <laughs> about the movie but we were sad yeah, yeah. that the audience was that is actually one of the reason uh, that is one of the reasons why i have to watch why i watched it over home twice the first time i went i went on the first day the theater was completely packed we were screaming we were shouting it was the best time ever okay thank god for subtitles thank god okay. for subtitles because you couldn't hear shit everyone came people screamed people cheered and it was the best time ever um and honestly the first time i watched no way home i was just in a frenzy of like shit what just happened you know yeah. i was yes. yeah and then the second time i went and i watched it again and i'm like you know what the pl- i understand the plot much better i realized yeah. how it is um and i saw the whole movie in a different sense so i think that yeah. all affects your movie experience of course it does that's the thing uh, that is the reason because uh, when we when we all watched end game we watched it the first day first show first day second show or something the yes first day second yeah the whole thing was bad yeah and it took me like two days to actually come out of the you know hangover and yep. start to think about where it went wrong but for no way home i came home and i was texting you i told yeah. you what went wrong <laughs> i for me it took some time to come out of uh, the whole hangover because you know i just i was just thinking about how fun of a time it was like everyone was screaming cheering shouting like i wanted that again yes that was that, a good that time is something we missed like my friend he's a dc fan but he was more excited than me for this movie but then when we went to the movie and there was no active crowd he was so disappointed he was like if i could reduce the rating based on how the audience is i would have you know honestly you know movies like this deserve a good audience 100% yes. you're going to enjoy the movie much more when you have an audience who knows what they're watching and again that's what films are supposed to make you feel films are supposed to make you feel happy and excited and sad and and all kinds of emotion and if marvel movies are doing exactly that to fans why are people against it you know no idea people just want to hate shit yeah and also think i think people the biggest problem people have with mcu films are the way it's made you know i agree they are not the best made films but people don't go to watch the movies i think people go to watch mcu films to see how the character is doing you know they have an attachment to the character 
people love to watch the character and even with no way home with the spider movie spider man movie you know i think we were discussing this earlier everyone wanted one thing with tom holland's mcu spider man that was we wanted him to suffer we wanted him to be depressed but he suffered <laughs> and i feel so bad for his character now but we got what we wanted the whole ms the whole no way home is just a movie of what we want we got it which is also to its detriment you know uh, i feel like when i was watching no way home like like i said since there was no crowd uh, crowd cheering and shouting i had a clear mind to actually think about the movie and i was like this movie feels like a checklist of everything we want there is no more no less of it i was not yeah. surprised by anything and i think that is one of the reasons people like this movie so much like i every when i've met they are like this movie is the best movie ever made i'm like is it the best movie ever made but it is for them because they yeah. they got everything they wanted definitely like see i'll tell you i'm such a daredevil fanboy i squeaked yeah <laughs> daredevil showed up i knew that scene was coming and no one else reacted i reacted and i reacted loudly yeah everyone in my theater reacted which was pretty cool everyone was like whoa yeah. i think that and, part yeah and that scene was completely useless to the plot uh, to the plot i think but you know if you're talking about mcu uh, i think that was his way of introduction and i think this is a pretty cool marketing strategy because people who don't know daredevil watched him in spiderman and realized and i think people will now watch daredevil even more they'll just like you like oh, who is mad murdock and then they'll watch the you know watch the three seasons and you have mcu uh, creating deadpool again so yeah I mean, not deadpool so daredevil. Yeah, daredevil okay what i wanted to say that time when we were speaking about anyone can wear a mask the stanley thing is that in the hawkeye show this is something which i really like which i knew was coming again because i had read the comics it is based on the mac fraction and david aja or aha i don't know how it's pronounced but that run and it's kate bishop telling hawkeye telling clint barton why she wants to become a superhero like when she sees him fight there are people around him there are aliens and there is iron man and there's hulk and captain america everyone is either juiced up or has missiles this guy has a bow and arrow yep <laughs> he's fighting aliens which is so inspiring it, it just yeah. puts you in her shoes and the opening scene in hawkeye is so wonderful i i you know i think this is pretty uh, pretty cool because people made so much fun of hawkeye for the exact same reason you know and that he just has a bow and arrow how is he going to defeat all of this and this show changes the whole perspective i like how uh, this show took a christmas movie approach and made the whole trick arrows into home alone like thing yeah 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 that was that was pretty cool and uh, yeah yeah even even in spiderman no it was christmas theme throughout the film yes. yeah even he, he even has a shiny suit the last suit the classic spiderman yeah. suit he wears yes yes it's like very shiny it's very shiny i'm like what is the purpose of it it looks pretty awesome and it's yeah. very close to comics but what is the purpose spider-man, of it shiny yeah maybe spiderman has like a festive uh, wardrobe yeah like kingpin did <laughs> yeah maybe how yeah. did you feel I ask and this is a spoiler. How did you feel when Andrew Garfield showed up in the Spider-Man No Way Home? I teared up. Oh. Yes. And I'm not even a big fan of uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Like I <laughs> like them. But then I think no, I mm-hmm. Yeah. So They... I think I have uh, connected to Andrew Garfield through Tick Tick Boom. Mhm. And now whatever I see him in I see Jonathan Larson. and it just breaks my heart i'm just going to cry every time i see okay. him okay 
<laughs> I mean that I I also like his entry and you could see how excited he was to play the character again. Yes. I liked how the film, you know, uh you know how we all made fun of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man film. So the film kind of counterbalances that and makes fun of itself in yes. in a humorous way. You know how he talks about how he fight, you know how he fought a rhinoceros, a robot rhinoceros once. Yeah. It's he, great. That scene yeah. is so good. he is he is he is amazing and um i think a- yeah also i really wanted to talk about this this movie solves one of the biggest superhero debate there is who is the best spiderman you know for so long people have just pitted all the spiderman against each other yeah you know and they would have never fought each other if they <laughs> like it's it's just like putting you know Okay, I'll come to this later. But yeah, then... but this this movie, you know, shows us that why is there a discussion in the first place? You know, um, and look at how brilliantly all the three Spider-Man work together. They support each other, and they, you know, they stand up for each other. That's pretty cool. Yes. And even while swinging, you know, there were so many swinging scenes in this movie. Absolutely, they swing made... off of each other. They swing off of each other. This just shows how much they support each other, and that's what we should be focusing on. instead of yes. pitting each other i guess like toby maguire was a spiderman his era is done you know yes. people I mean, what a good ending exactly you know andrew garfield spiderman what happened with they... him is just unfortunate uh, sony did not treat it well and the yeah. second movie was a disaster no matter what you say but if you're just talking about Sp- andrew garfield as spiderman as playing the character he did a wonderful job okay, okay so yes. we were discussing uh, superhero movies and someone said that andrew garfield's peter parker is selfish he's narcissistic he's a douchebag which is true that is his arc from start of amazing spider-man 1 to the end of amazing spider-man that is his <laughs> arc that, that is what is makes him normal exactly and i think andrew garfield is a great spider-man but he's too good looking to be peter parker peter parker yes i'm like hey, yeah. son, you yeah. are beautiful to look at how can i believe that you are clumsy like if you told me or if i And met no wore glasses did he no he only wore glasses when he was working in the in the lab I mean spiderman never wore peter parker never wore glasses yeah yeah and andrew garfield see the glasses add to the effect of his handsomeness i mean if i met someone like andrew garfield peter parker i would fall for him instantly because that man is beautiful so what i was saying is is that a character being a bad person in his own movie people think the movie is bad like if even joker a, an actual villain was a bad person in the joker movie people would have not liked it no exactly i think but now you know people understand characters much more i feel I mean, there there are there are layers to people, right? And superheroes are supposed to be people. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a lot of um, debate about how MCU is just a cash grab. Yes. I mean, okay. that is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, of course it is. It's true. But I I mean, we are the only we are the people who are watching the movies, right? We yeah. want that to happen, and that exactly happened. So we are giving away all our money. Yeah, we make it a cash grab. Yeah, we make it a cash grab, hundred percent. So and rightfully so, I feel like there's so much lore for people or for people for geeks like us. We need lore. I yeah, that's why that's how I escape real reality. Yeah, so, movies in general. I mean, they are movies. Yeah. Such a wonderful thing, you know. People. people watch the films they feel all kinds of emotion and yes. it's amazing what movies does you know because you, yeah. there are like eight almost 8 billion people on the planet now almost yeah almost and, yeah. yeah yeah very close very close exactly and movies have the power to make you all feel like we are just one people going through the same problem and it feels nice it does it does you know? also there was a joke about how you know he and behind the mask he was uh, andrew garfield peter parker was black yeah that was great actually yeah. i was like there's some universe he says where the spider man yeah. is black and i'm like oh ooh also the movie <laughs> scene and i have to talk about it it is when ned talks to toby maguire spider man and uh, he talks about how his best his friend best. killed himself <laughs> no died in his own arms trying to kill him and ned is just like whoa 
that was funny that was very funny yeah and then he goes to tom speter and says yes. i will you never do that <laughs> but that was pretty funny that was yeah. pretty funny also okay. a huge shout out to the actor jacob battelon he yes. he actually he, he's come so far you know he was so overweight he worked his ass off yeah he's lo- he's lost a lot of weight lot of weight yeah apparently he couldn't climb stairs because of his weight exactly even awful. now um i heard somewhere that he had to regain some of his weight for the spiderman film because because the producer said that you know he is not a leading man material and he should stay where he is so that was pretty fucked up that's very sad but my man did an amazing job this movie i liked him in this movie a few excessive dialogues here and there but otherwise i like his own character if we move on from no way home for a second i wanted to talk about something else is how uh you know uh mcu not mcu exactly but superhero movies in general try to appeal to all the people making it yeah. woke but sometimes it is a very token kind of a way okay so what i wanted to talk about is solo project they say they said uh female superheroes needed solo projects they gave all female uh, leads a solo project all of them were either in a controlled reality or in a different timeline like mm-hmm. they were set in the past which had no consequence on the current timeline and this is not only just for marvel this is also for dc they made two wonder woman movies which were both set in the past okay that's true i never thought about it but it is even black widow was set in a different timeline captain marvel was set in a different timeline yeah, yeah and wanda vision was literally set in a controlled reality mhm and it had no consequences on the main timeline until later you know Very until later, the yeah. yeah so i feel like uh, they are doing this a lot <laughs> and they are give, that is how they give female representation i i am no feminist okay but i call a spade a spade and when i find this i find it very interesting how they are doing it and how no one is telling anyone about it i mean you know what you make such a good point i i i've never noticed this before and now that i have i am offended i'm like what this is why is everybody following this rule why do they not think look i mean look at shangshi that man is a new superhero and he gets a own movie that yes. you know isn't uh, the current timeline it is the current timeline wong leaves and walks into shangshi exactly so why do they not follow this rule for female superhero films for some reason they are always inconsequential that's just I think I think you know soon people are going to understand this and they are going to you know have to make yeah. a big there's also um a Pakistani superhero coming yeah. MC Mis- yes I mean yes obviously Fawad Khan was sadly kicked out when he was just starting to make good movies and he was making good movies like for someone um who just entered Bollywood he was making really good films You mean Kapoor and Sons and he also khubsurat khubsurat was very nice khubsurat was nice yeah yes <laughs> but yeah i mean people can like movies and not yes, they can like movies <laughs> yeah so yeah that, that that is something i wore i have kept inside me for a very long time about the female superheroes thing that i wanted to so, put so, out so sad why yeah why are they following that formula i do not understand you know yeah it's it's so weird and it's being followed as if it is uh, you know it's an unspoken rule <laughs> it's that like is- that trope and if you see all non white heroes have a family drama oh Black makes Panther sense did it miles morales had a family drama you know yeah his own uncle yeah. was uh, the villain of the movie yeah and black panther did it and even shangchi did it shangchi did it 100% i mean see if the if if a white male okay made superhero movies 
he's a superhero yeah. and if it was made in a different timeline that would be called as a prequel you yeah, know yeah, and yeah. then they would eventually come to the current timeline and it would be called you know a trilogy or part 1 or part 2 of whatever movie they are making so why do not they why don't they apply the same rule to female superhero films or just I, any non non white male superhero films no i thought they were going to do that for wonder woman but then they went and made another capsule movie which was just very very sad i'm like just doesn't make any sense in a way it is very good you know from a point from the point of view of a filmmaker i would want as much freedom in making my movie uh, and it not affecting the you know whole universe of the movie but yeah i mean i would want to make a movie which doesn't affect the whole universe so that i can make the movie how i want to make it i don't have to you know yeah, make connectors then, yeah so danny villenuvel am i saying it yeah. right danny villenuvel villenuvel who is it? oh wait a minute i i think i got confused with some other actor um this uh, i think he makes movies like how he wants Yes and has yes. no effect to the current reality whatsoever and one of the things that he said really stuck with me is he makes movie for one audience and that's himself himself yeah that's pretty funny. that is great because i yeah i think as a filmmaker you really need to block out a lot of uh, you know Re- yeah. external reality because people are going to keep telling you what is right what's not right because that's their opinion make the damn movie you want to make exactly life is too short to make compromises at least exactly. when you're making something of that magnitude you should do it to your heart's content and i think so, that is what all of these great filmmakers have in common right they make movies yeah. that they want to see i i remember quentin tarantino saying exactly this make a movie that you want to see that you think haven't yeah. been made yet exactly that's pretty inspiring there's so many directors who didn't go to film school who started on their own of course i so think many. Uh, so many people but i think they also have the privilege of making the film because just you know make, making a movie is very difficult you need so much finance so they had the privilege of getting all the means and that is why they were able to make a movie yeah i mean they they ignore that privilege when they are speaking about it when they speak exactly. against stuff so it's a little bit difficult for uh, you know common people to go for make it yeah. yes exactly but to write a good script just to you know just to yeah. feel satisfied about it go ahead you know one day you will make a movie it doesn't have to be in a big scale yeah work hard for it it's not impossible okay that that brings me to we were talking about uh, young directors and all that right so one of the youngest one of the directors who started really young was sam raimi who made evil dead and then he made the first spiderman trilogy and will be directing the sequel to doctor strange and it is made a few horror films also the evil dead yeah no he's made so um yeah sam raimi it's exciting that they brought him to the mcu and you know for the whole concept of multiverse of madness that is a horror themed movie i think he fits perfect you know because he knows what he's he knows his stuff and he knows superhero also so i think it's perfect combination i guess uh, you know what the reason uh, the older spiderman movies really work is because the villains are really really scary like Uh, when goblin is menacing he is menacing yeah. and when uh, there's the scene where uh, you know doctor octopus or doctor octavius he gets his uh, uh, mind being controlled by the chip in and it's a surgical room it's a horror movie <laughs> yeah, for that i think for the time that you know the movies were made it yeah. it does feel like a horror film 100% agree it actually looks very scary it does and that's that's the thing I feel like Sam Raimi was the earliest superhero, you know, director. He started in the camp of, you know, making very cheesy, campy movies. Those Spider-Man movies are really cheesy. Yeah, 100% agree. They, they are weirdly written characters. They very weirdly written. Because yeah. when I look at them now, I'm like, what? They feel like they are right out of comic books because comic books are have very weirdly uh, yeah. written characters. Very, very weirdly written characters. it does then, feel uh, yeah and then came mark web who had previously directed i guess only 500 days of summer or something that was his only film credit and he then came he and he, yeah and he came in and he made uh, the amazing spider man he wanted to do something which is different from sam raimi which is more grounded 
which is more realistic and that made it darker also yeah and i read somewhere that how all the three spider-man films have you know a different subgenre like the spider-man 2002 version is you know the introduction the classic spider-man yeah. you know and yeah. the amazing spider-man series is more romantic focused yes and it makes sense honestly you know romantically the movie delivered because when gwen stacy died we were all heartbroken yes and i wasn't even that invested then in their relationship because i was an anti i was kid. yeah <laughs> i was a huge fan of andrew garfield and emma stone i shipped them so hard and when they broke up i was just so sad but honestly you i think you should also agree about how great their chemistry was and i it think was. that is what part that saved the films you know it did it did 100 100% and the fact that we failed to acknowledge how good uh, actors they are exactly that's just sad and look at us now everyone's talking about andrew garfield because he is amazing and he deserves credit no one yeah, watched it when it came out exactly like now it's not going to happen yeah exactly and even talking about tom holland's spiderman i think this movie really really sold tom holland as spiderman to people who did not believe in him yes 100% like he yeah. had so much emotional range in this movie i didn't think he could bring it i, I, I think i'm yeah. so happy yeah and i think he it worked so well with his char- where his character arc went like we wanted spider-man to suffer and that's exactly what had happened and the way he delivered we feel so bad for his character like for example when he in the last scene when he goes to tell mj that you know hi i'm peter parker you know me and all of that he doesn't yeah. tell you know you see that you know that just whole scene is just so hard to see because he's just looking yeah. at her and thinking about how he doesn't want to hurt her and net and at the end how happy does it recognize peter parker exactly and somewhere i read that the aunt may's uh, grave did not have aunt written loving aunt usually you write right yeah. loving mother or something so it was not yeah. written as loving aunt because they, nobody knows no who peter parker is and that is just so sad after everything that he's been through happy doesn't remember him no, he, he is the only person who went through hell exactly And he no went no one else even remembers it no he went through proper hell we wanted him to go to, through it and it did and it actually hurt so so yeah okay we were speaking about evolution in superheroes right in superhero movies actually so two things one is like every superhero which has been around you know in film adaptation for a long time they have gone through these phases and the first one is the camp where you know there was batman forever and all that it was sam raimi's uh, bat- uh, spiderman yeah. trilogy then the dark knight trilogy came and amazing spiderman duology came which was darker more realistic more grounded then came the modern batman thing which was in dcu ben affleck which was not the same take as everyone else it was a very different take and people hated it spider man uh, the home series you know the john watts trilogy people hated that spider man because it was not what they wanted yeah, until the end thought, yeah it was iron man junior yeah that is one thing and the other thing i wanted to speak about is how before this movie we were discussing uh, it can either be uh, an identity crisis movie or it will be a multiverse movie it can't be both and, and it was it was both and it was both in a really good way exactly it did not feel crowded you know like the characters not. you know the best part about no way home is that they bought these characters from different realities from different movies however they kept the essence of the characters you know it didn't feel like we were watching some other character you know yeah. if it was doctor octavius we felt like he's the same as in spiderman green goblin he was the same 20 years later man do you know how difficult it is even with the spiderman you know all the three spiderman had such different personality andrew was true to his uh, amazing yeah. spiderman toby maguire spiderman was true to his spiderman and it all fit perfectly and i think that is one thing that they got it right they did not take the true essence of the characters away from yeah which is what i was really afraid also because since john watts is directing it and they are not being you know uh, guided or influenced by sam raimi or mark webb will they get the same characters back 
sometimes they change the character sometimes they don't change the character and we don't know what is better i feel uh, what they did with uh, uh, willem defoe's goblin taking away his helmet was a really good choice you know i i agree because you know his acting is worth it yes and you Definitely. see much more of his character uh, without the helmet the helmet is great but i'm happy that it was for a very 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 small uh, part yeah. and we see his face and his reactions and stuff so that you was know, pretty cool also this movie did spidey sense very well so so much of it People... so much of it and so well like you could feel the intensity in one particular scene if you know what i'm talking about yes yes we can talk yeah. spoilers we are here we can talk spoilers yep uh, when uh, all the villains are in the room spiderman is trying to fix everybody and then he gets the spidey sense that something is wrong and the whole sequence is just so beautiful to watch yeah so yeah even in the scene where uh, uh, you know they were uh, on the bridge with their mighty person and uh, he senses something and immediately after that doc ock comes out yep so yeah pretty they cool really they did a, they did a lot of things well um they've had a few uh, minor minor mistakes here and there but they did a lot more well than they had bad and the thing about this movie is it could have been easily done wrong very easily it could have been disappointed so many people even with um all the fan service sometimes you just don't deliver yes and the, this is something i'm saying after see i tell you what i feel about no way home i feel like it's a pretty good movie and the fan service and everything was great but because of bad audience or something i didn't come out as excited mm-hmm. i was happy i was satisfied i i do agree i think it's the bad audience 100% yeah and so that has made me more critical about the movie and when i talk about the movie i'm going to talk about it very critically because i found so many scenes and i, I after coming out I, i have avoided almost all no way home uh, you know spoiler reviews and everything even after watching it so that i can keep my thoughts you know to myself my own thoughts and uh, recently i was reading someone's uh, spoiler free reviews and they were also saying that most of the scenes felt like they were shot on green screen like uh, yeah the- i think they were shot on green screen i'm not talking about huge set pieces i'm talking about small scenes where two characters are conversing it doesn't it feel like they're talking to each other yes it doesn't and you know what no way home did it too but it was so seamless mm-hmm. far from home why did i say no way home so in far from home uh, there's a scene where nick fury goes to meet peter parker in the uh, whatever his room yeah the cave or something yeah. mm-hmm. not the cave not the cave not the cave in peter in parker's room. room okay got it i remember when he's brushing his teeth yeah yeah that is a scene when they both were not in the same place it was shot on green screen it uh, nick fury shot his role like a few months later and tom okay. holland yeah. that was honestly it felt very real it felt like two people were actually talking to each other so i mean here there was this the bridge scene as we were talking about earlier uh, when doc ock and uh, peter parker are talking to each other they are not facing each other it feels like they are facing each other's direction but not each other hmm. if that makes sense i mean i did not really notice that but okay continue yeah so that is one of my gripes with the movie but given that this was shot during pandemic you know oh, yes. a lot of it was shot during a the pandemic so yeah with social distancing should, and everything yeah. yeah so i think we can give them that mm-hmm. <laughs> for this particular gripe and i think uh, for fan service they ruined the intelligence of the movie a little bit. because okay. she has to be really smart yet she runs out you know when um, lizard comes yeah. in to attack her i mean look i i and i you told this to me last time and when i watched yes. the, the second time i looked you know i looked more uh, uh, intense intensely to, for the scene and what happens is you know she the lizard follows them inside the 
lab and she basically has no way to run and that is why she comes out because that's the only There's way where well you sometimes when the lizard is behind you okay you do not know what to do and i'm not talking about the lizard yeah. i mean i'm talking about the monster that's the lizard yeah, yeah, yeah. i did not see the door no i mean i see if i did not see the door why do you think M- mj would have seen the door i don't know okay <laughs> that is one thing and the thing is lizard was following them and uh, you know tom holland's peter parker spiderman was tackling lizard and in that moment in that lab there is only one villain and there is one uh, you know super charged super strength person over there who is you know going to beat the crap out of the villain but when they are running out there are four and two peter parkers no when they are running out it's just one peter parker no no when they are running out of the uh, portal outside okay. the portal there are four villains and they don't know where the villains are and there are two peter parkers tackling it which means it is two on one inside it is only one on one and we oh, know okay. peter parker is strong enough and mm-hmm. we know mj is smart enough to figure out peter parker is spider man without him telling her yeah but again you know honestly during that time i don't know why i'm giving so many reasons to defend that film but yeah. i mean i did not think as much as you are thinking right now i mean for you it makes sense but yeah. honestly uh, all of it just led to andrew garfield saving mj yeah i mean i love that scene yeah uh, there was i think a foreshadowing uh, before she fell down it was when uh, sandman and jamie fox were talking about how they got their powers and yes, yes. they both fell into something and jamie fox like you got to be careful you where you fall, fall yeah. yeah and there's I one like more thing that i really enjoyed uh, there's this dialogue okay when mm-hmm. peter parker uh, tom's peter parker tries to convince doc ock to cure himself and he's like what are we dogs and yeah. then dr octavius gets cured and he tries to um, he tries to you know save peter uh, tom yeah. peter from the green goblin when he goes crazy and green goblin is like shut up lab dog yes yes i i saw that everything the whole circling of uh, coming back to the moment that's pretty nice also i don't think maybe that i observed it in my second time yeah and there was a nod to uh, aunt may and uh, dr otto octavius's relationship when they interact in the apartment you know in the comics they dated they almost I did got not married know. they almost But got married i did get feeling between them i did get like a yeah. like going on between them that's right they did a But lot they- of Yeah, and then Aunt May died. I did not expect. Yes. I mean, she died. I thought she'll die later on in the film. She died before, you know, before the interval. I think she died to clear up space for other Peter Parkers to come in. And I mean, honestly, uh, the whole Aunt May died makes much more sense for Peter Parker's arc. By the time you know, by the yeah. time the movie ends, his yeah, arc yeah. is complete. And you know, honestly. she did not die for nothing now we have a good good peter parker and you know he's yeah. he's much more responsible he knows what he's doing that's the thing this peter parker is so responsible and far from home yeah and even in the start of this movie he brought his friends into everything multiple times but i think that is what you know i think the actors also have discussed this about how you know uh, mcu peter parker has one thing that other peter parker stone and that's his friends and his friends want to help him and honestly even in far from home he's he just fought alien okay he just wants a normal life he didn't ask for super powers he he fought alien stony stark was dead so i don't blame him for you know for wanting a normal i'm telling far from home is a great prologue to what no way home wants to drive his uh, arc towards yep Okay, I agree. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah, I picked all my uh, questions too, and what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So I yeah, we can we can just conclude this week, or I don't know how long we'll take to make another podcast episode, but it will not be that long. Yeah. Shout out to Priyanka's friend who said, uh, "You want more episodes? Thank you so much for listening."
yes thank you and yeah thank you so much for um, listening to this podcast about um, spider man who's a menace according to j jona jameson yes thank you and i think we wanted to do this podcast episode for a very long time but didn't have the drive to do it until we got that fan message kind of a thing yeah <laughs> like we want to talk about it we want to talk yeah. i like i yeah. it's spider man come on everyone wants to talk about the movie yes So, and i have yeah. so many friends who were obsessed with toby maguire spider man and who watched this film and loved the movie so you know it accomplished that people are truly enjoying this film yes so there you go folks watch spider man if you haven't it's a great movie and thank you so much for listening yeah in conclusions superhero movies have evolved <laughs> and yeah that's all thank that's you for all. listening yeah yep and a very happy new year you guys a very happy new year merry christmas merry christmas yeah next you know let's make a resolution that next year we want like 100 people listening to our podcast we yes. can do 100 people we can do 100 people yes exactly 100 people do this for us please please you know whoever is listening please you know just you know even if you listen the first 5 minutes it's counted as someone who's listened to it yeah Uh, we make we talk we we do we two intellectual people who talk great things and i think you like listening to us yes we mispronounce a lot of things uh, we are like shakespeare we invent words <laughs> we mispronounce a lot of things but that's okay because mistakes make human okay yes. as i said we are intellectuals we can we can yeah. you know yeah i mean we are i guess yeah, people people definitely don't listen to our podcast for the content they listen to it for our personality they do i mean eh, thank you What so much what content do we have in the podcast <laughs> that they don't always <laughs> i mean if you're listening for our personalities or if you just want to be our best friends you know we have we have a lot of spots open we both are really lonely people so we would love best Very friends lonely. yes yes we are so lonely we are recording this alone away from each other right now <laughs> yeah in our own rooms so um, yeah please please listen to this and please be our best friends thank you very much thank you thank you